Good morning. This is Tiny Brian. And uh, if it sounds like I'm coming to you from a strange spot, it's because I am. This is Bluegrass Homefront uh, from Nuthouse Studios. Although we're not in Nuthouse Studios at this moment. I have our mobile unit, which you have heard on a lot of our segments when we're outside of our normal comfort zone. And uh, you might can hear the, uh, there's a garbage truck rattling right down the street in the distance. You might can hear that. There are birds. I'm, I'm outside. And uh, so I want to do something. Over the next couple of weeks, I've got a couple of experiments. Things that I've wanted to do with you guys that uh, I'm going to try. And I'm, I'm here all by myself. Victor's very busy. Uh, we're here. It's kind of early morning still. Uh, the sun is still mostly in the trees. Hasn't actually uh, gotten out of there and into the actual sky, at least from where I'm sitting. And where I'm sitting is a bench. I'm in uh, the neighborhood of Lexington. It's called Ashland. And named for the home of Henry Clay. I am on the estate of Henry Clay. Um... <coughs> One of the one of my latter Plague World projects, um, I did a lot of uh, reading and learning about different things. And one of the last topics that I really got interested in was Henry Clay. In fact, Victor and I both did. Uh, we read a couple of different books that talked about Henry and uh, and all the work Senator Clay did, and how he died believing that he had completely averted the Civil War. And, you know, he's one of our most famous statesmen. And, uh, so I live right here in this neighborhood. Ashland is, uh, the, the Henry Clay estate, not the city in western, in far eastern Kentucky. But Ashland, the estate, is, uh, maybe five minutes from my house by car. Um... It's a nice neighborhood. I live in a very small apartment in it. You know, don't get to thinking I have a some kind of nice house. <laughs> but, uh, and as I've been driving around the neighborhood recently, I noticed these flower beds. And I'm going to take a pictures, take some pictures so you'll be able to see that. You can find that on our, on the podcast, Instagram and Facebook and such and Twitter. Um, and I'd noticed them sort of from a distance I'd been, as I've been driving and I really like growing up in the mountains as I did. I'm a big fan of just sitting and looking at nature as I've gotten older. Um, so I wanted to come and check out this garden. And for having lived in Lexington for more than a decade now in total and almost a decade continuously... Um, I felt it was time that I come and, and see what's going on here at Ashland. I'm not going to go inside because that's a whole other thing I need to set up with the Ashland people. But I can walk the grounds and there's a lot to see on the grounds. Um, as I sit here looking, this, this garden is just coming into bloom and, and there's so much life here. I'm not hearing any cicadas let me know on social media if, how, how many of y'all are hearing cicadas because right here in downtown Lexington, you can, you can hear. I've got the mic open. There's no cicadas. Nothing's going on. So, you know, it's, uh, I'm interested. I'm kind of worried about them. 
Where are poor Brood X? When will you come back and join us? I'm sure once they actually start their little song, I will eat my wor- words. And I'm sure some of you are even kind of mad at me for saying them in the first place. But, hey, you know, get your own podcast if you want to say other things. That's what I have a podcast for. So, yes, there are these flowers, and, and it's a nice little maze of, of beds, and you can kind of walk between them. And I'm sitting on one of the very nice benches. Let's see. They all have little plaques on them. What does mine say? In celebration of Libby Brown and her love for the garden at Ashland, which I guess is what I'm looking at. So... And it occurs to me I need to actually take a picture if I'm going to share one with you later. So, and I think you will agree, it is a beautiful morning. There, that picture, you can even see a car on the road that I was on when I saw this flower bed in the background. We're going to take the second picture of, I'm going to kind of zoom in here. One of the two weird statues on the Ashland grounds. This one is, there are two of them, and they're, it looks a little like someone got a bunch of girders and just sort of randomly stuck them up. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a uh, well-versed in the nature of, of statuary art, so I'm not the one to ask what it means. I kind of like them. But I like uh, um, well, this is a wonderful time to not have a word. Abstract. There we go. It's kind of abstract, and I find abstract art in general interesting. So off that bench, and now we're we're walking. There is a walled garden. So and. Uh, there's like a path. You, if you've never been here, I'm hoping maybe those the, the one or two of you who actually maybe listen to this will uh, take an interest. Because one of the things about that I, as much as I love America and love being American, one of the things I envy of the rest of the world is we don't have thousand-year-old buildings here. Like, you know, you go to London... You can go to a pub that's been there for, you know, ten centuries. Eight centuries. You can live in, you know, six and seven year, year, hundred year old houses. And, you know, the, uh, the unique and often dark history of this country means that uh, we don't have that here. At least, we don't yet. And Ashland kind of reminds me... I, I, of the first place I really noticed this notion of our lack of old things is when I went to, you know, some of the oldest things in the country. When uh, I was younger, I spent some time in Washington, D.C. And, you know, they have all of this these older buildings. And it made me realize that, you know, most of the buildings, say, in Pikeville, where I was from, was maybe 100 years old, 150 But, you know, there was no super old buildings. Even the courthouse was built turn of the century, if I'm not mistaken. So, but Ashland, I mean, Ashland's 
not super old. You know, it was built in the decade or two before the uh, Civil War. So, now I'm coming up to... So, I was hoping, like I said, there was a, there's a walled garden here. And I was hoping... Oh, okay, so the garden doesn't open for a little while. So, I'm just standing at a very nice wrought iron door. I will apparently have to have a permit for photo shoots. It's apparently a big enough of a problem that they have a sign about it here. Hopefully they don't mean me just taking pictures for you. But, you know, if I put up a GoFundMe for bail money, you'll know that that's what's going on. So you get out here by the main house, like I say, and I've been to places like Monticello, um, Thomas Jefferson's house, I think is what it is. I think I've even been to Mount Vernon. I've been to a couple of those old houses. And they're all always fascinating to me in their connections to an older past. I suppose there's a lot of this in Louisville too. At some point I really kind of want to go see about that. But, you know, we're in the off-season, and I'm by myself, so I wanted to start somewhere close to home. Lots of people are kind of walking about, man walking his dog. There's a big bell. Yeah, I uh, look forward to spending some more time here and, and giving you some more interesting bits and pieces about clay and, and everything else, but I've been at this for a minute now, so I think I'm going to call this a bonus episode, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Tiny Brian, Bluegrass Homefront. Have a great day. <laughs>